Hey boys and girls, you're listening to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on... Say it with me now. Tweet it at me, if you know what I'm going to say. All podcast providers, such as iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You know what, kids? We're still not on the Miro Guide. What is the deal with that? Ever, anyone want to tell me? Tweet at me at Michael Dupree VH or my personal account, Mike Gives Back. I won't scream at you. I won't scream at anybody. Mm-hmm. We have got just such a great show for you guys today. We've got Shakespearean actor Whit Wheatley and Sylvester Seawater on the show today. He is his, he is Whit Wheatley's dialect coach. And we've got a little surprise for you guys later on. We're going to have a seriously good cook on the show. You don't want to miss it. You know, what day is it today? Give me the day. What is it? It's uh, it's January 16th. Can you believe it? Can you believe it's already January 16th? We are four days away from a new world order, guys. <laughs> we are so this this new year has been very interesting so far. I can't deny it. Can you deny it? Tweet at me at Mike Gives Back or Michael Dupree VH. Uh, you know what? If there's one thing I'm glad about 2016 not being here anymore is is no longer are people saying, "Oh man, I hate 2016. 2016 was the worst year." It's like, come on, man. I have high hopes for 2017 that 2017 will be even worse that's something we can all count on and with that without further ado we are going to welcome on our first guest he is a very sexual very cool shakespearean actor his name is wit wheatley how is it going wit hi i'm wit whitley <laughs> wow. Nice to meet you, sir. Very nice to meet you too, Wit. And uh, what brings you to this wow. part of the the country? Well, I'm just doing a tour, and uh, I'm doing Shakespeare in a park. Shakespeare in a park. Yes, yeah, copyright. It's copyright Shakespeare in the park. Yeah, so you're you can't not, just do that you can't anywhere. Just go around. So you're just going to a park? I'm doing Shakespeare in a park today. I'll be in Melvindale's park. Melvindale. Wow. Yeah. Which park? The community one. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, what I'll be by the seesaw, and I'm Marcuccio. Marcuccio in uh, in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Wow, that that must be a fun role for you. It's a it's a great role. I really I really dig it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so where are you from, Whit, Whit, Whit Wheatley? I'm from the I'm from West Virginia. The West Virginia. The West Virginia. W- would you consider West Virginia to be part of the South or? Is that like still kind of like? I think it's in the south. It is in the south. Yeah. Hmm. I think so too. Yeah. You're probably right about that. Yeah. So, uh, what what got you started doing Shakespeare? Oh wow. Well, that'd probably be my acting and dialect coach, Sylvester Seawater. Oh, well, how'd you meet him? Well, okay. That's that's kind of a dark darker story. Oh. Um. Well. Uh, my my parents won uh, tickets to see a real New York opera oh. from our church raffle. Is and that wait? Was that what it was called, or it was just the description of it? It's a real New York opera. Okay, right, right in the heart of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And we won it from our church raffle. Wow, is a Presbyterian. 
Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty good trip. It was great. It was great. All expenses paid? Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> but, yeah, we got out of the theater, and there was a mugger, and he shot oh. my parents. Oh, my God. And they died in the streets. Oh, my God. That's terrible. It was pretty uh, It was pretty bad, but, you know, I just I try to stay positive. Yeah, you seem to have, like, a positive attitude about it. You got a big smile on your face. Well... I think the key to acting is the power of positivity. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. What if it's a sad scene? If it's a sad scene, I'll do a sad scene as my character Mercutio mm-hmm. from Romeo. I'll just do a little a little scene mm-hmm. from my from. It's called. It's a Shakespeare play called Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, <laughs> Juliet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So Have you heard of it? Oh, I've heard of it. I've been, I've played. I've uh, I've I've played a part in it before. What part were you? I was a tree. Ah, yeah. So you you continue you wanna, your story. You How wanna does, hear? Oh, my story. Yeah, about about uh, meeting your dialect coach. Well, he was just out on the street, you know. Okay. And he was like, I was a lot like, of actors in New York are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did you see which way that bugger ran? And he <laughs> said, he said he ran off into the sunset. Oh. Now come with me to the sunrise. So you never went back home? Uh, you know, I, I visited. I visited my cousins. So from then, but from then, you lived with Sylvester Seawater in New York. I wouldn't say with. I'd say below. <laughs> below how? Uh, you know, I live in the basement. Oh. Yeah, and what? actually I, dri- I dug a little trench. You know, I sleep in the trench. Were you a prisoner? No, I, I was an acting student. He was breaking me down so he could build me back up again with wow. the power well, you, well, of positivity. One, one could argue that maybe, you know, having your parents shot in front of you would have been a big part in breaking you down. Well, a few people could argue that, but I'm very resilient. Wow. I miss my parents, but... How much did that affect you? You know... I dream about it, but I like to think, you know, it slides. I mean, I wake up and I'm screaming and I'm going, no, mom, your pearls. And I got her those from Mother's Day. They were all in the blood. Her pearls. Her pearls broke. It was a very dramatic moment. Yeah. They just come rolling down the the Manhattan streets. I experienced it in slow motion. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Do you want to hear my my scene from Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's move on. Let's uh, yeah. Let's give us. A, I don't want to talk about <laughs> sad stuff. I want to talk about yeah. joy. That's yeah. what acting is all about. You just bring a little joy. Great. Well, that's this yeah. is uh, here's a scene from Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Oh, here's, there's a fly in here. Oh, wow. Wow. You came to watch. Wow. I have an audience. That fly's been living in here for months now. Oh, what's his what's his name? Uh, Sweatman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hi. Well, I'm Marcuccio, and mm-hmm. I would like to... I'm, you know, Doth, uh, Romeo, you are too hung up on Juliet. I'd like to say that right now, starting off. But i also like to say, you know, is young love. Doth is young love, and we cannot stop the piercing sword of love from penet- penetrating the heart of the young romantic and i'm sorry i'm sorry that she died and i'm real sad about it right now (sighs) i love you romeo like a brother see then i kiss him okay question 
Uh, what part of Romeo and Juliet was that? <laughs> that was the middle part. That was the middle part? Yeah. Well, Juliet doesn't die until the end. No, I kissed Romeo. <laughs> no, but I'm... Wait. Yeah. You were talking about Juliet being dead. I talked about Romeo being dead. I was just like, he's hung up on her, I gotta say. They were both dead in the scene. They are both dead? You're t- you tell Are me. you sure about that? At the end of Romeo and Juliet, spoiler alert, they both die. Well, who would watch that? <laughs> That's the way it was written. It's a tragedy. Well, in my end of Romeo and Juliet, they both go to a drive-in theater and they <laughs> sing a song. Can you... Okay. <laughs> you run me through a quick synopsis of the plot Romeo of your Romeo and Juliet. and Juliet. William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Romeo mates Juliet. Okay. Number one. That's with a bullet point. Mm-hmm. And then their parents are like, I don't care for this Romeo. I think, you know, he's a bad seed. I don't think he has a good job. He's not very motivated. <laughs> okay. And and then they run off together. They hop on a box cart. <coughs> hop on a box cart. Run off. They see America. Mm-hmm. They see America hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Then there's this wily trickster. They're wily trickster, and he comes in and he's like, "Romeo, you can make a lot. <laughs> you can make a lot of money being an acrobat." <laughs> okay. And then Romeo does that, and it takes him away from Juliet. Oh, God. Their love. Oh, no. It separates them because he's all above her. <laughs> oh, literally and metaphorically. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> then he falls down. He falls off the high wire, and Marcuccio. Literally. He see- yeah. There's this fall, and Marcuccio's there. He breaks both his legs and his knees. <laughs> and Marcuccio. And here, his knees. He nurses. Marcuccio nurses him back to life because mm-hmm. he does die. <laughs> As I mentioned. Okay. And then Wait, like, how does Juliet die? She, you know, she dies of sadness because Romeo died. Oh, okay. And the, but Mercutio brings Romeo back from the Romeo dead. Romeo comes back, and then he kisses Juliet on the head, <laughs> and that brings her back to life. And then they all go see a nice drive-in movie. That like, sounds like a much better version of Romeo and Juliet. I think that is. I mean, I I don't know what uh, what version. That's the version that you were familiar with. Yeah, they go see Minions in the Me- drive-in. Where did you first read Romeo and Juliet? Sylvester Seawater gave me a copy. <laughs> of course, I thought you it was did. pretty good. It, I thought it was a pretty good play. It sounds very interesting. I think it's pretty cool that, that is, William Shakespeare predicted cars. That is not. The mm. version of Romeo and Juliet that I read growing up. Well, you know, cultural. Di- I, maybe it's a southern thing. I don't Could know. Could be a different trend. But wait, you said Sylvester Seawater gave it to you. Is Sylvester Seawater from the south too? No, he's. I think he's an, uh, from Europe. He's from Europe. He won't give me any more details than that. <laughs> he just says I'm a European. He's very secretive. I love him like father. How long have you known him for? He's a beautiful man with this very tall. He barely has any hair on his head. Mm. What? How long have I known him for? Yes. Well, I'm 32, mm-hmm. and my parents died when I was nine, so at least 10 years or more. <laughs> 10 years or more. 
So uh, you, so I take it that you and uh, Sylvester are still very close, very good friends. We're great. I mean, mm-hmm. he is my mentor, mm-hmm. and I like. I would not be the actor I am today without Sylvester Saywater. Well, let's welcome him. Welcome him. Uh, welcome. Is welcome. You know when you say a word so many times, it just sounds weird. Yeah. Welcome. 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 All right. That's beautiful. I never thought of that. Let's welcome him on the show. You Sylvester Seawater, he is a f- dialect coach for Shakespearean actors and beyond. Oh. Uh, I am very, very, ni- very happy to be on the show. Hi. It's very, very good to be. Very good to have you on the show. Oh, yes, thank you. Uh, and uh, welcome. Uh, if you didn't, uh, welcome, by right? the way. Welcome. And welcome, welcome comes from, you know, as you know, well in Latin, well to do, and come is come over here. You know, oh, and it's a welcome. Come from <laughs> is come a Latin too? Wow, American English. So I didn't know. It's that. a very um, it's a uh, uh, English, very English in origin. Mm. The Spanish or so, surface. So I noticed something while uh, while Wit was um, was reciting his Shakespearean yes his, po- his, uh, his Shakespearean dialogue monologue. It's very beautiful. It is very, beautiful. Yes, couldn't help very. to notice that his dialect didn't change. It's um. Very subtle, very subtle dialect subtle. change. It's very you have to practice subtlety. And yeah. Right now, I'm doing my uh, British British accents. It's very good. <laughs> it's yeah. a very so, solid dialect. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's very very British. It's uh you know the, <laughs> the British have a very uh, long history of oppression, deep, deep accents. Yes, oppression and accents and yeah, and very very much into. Um, He's Lots. got a million accents. I you should hear it. All right, so that's you your that's your really solid British accent. Could yes, you do that's a, my British? Could you do your Italian accent? Oh, I'm uh, excited to hear that. Yeah. Yes, it's um, it's it's my Italian accent is very very good as well. It's a very wow. I studied in in in, in the Florence Florence School of Acting. Could wow. you could you do your, your Southern yes. maybe maybe yes. a, like a Sicily? Like a Sicilian, oh, a Sicilian accent. Yeah. I'm Sicilian, so I'm gonna be judging you. Okay. And thank you, thank you very much for being here in the Sicily. We have uh, many pizzas and very wow. many uh, vi- villas to uh, Feels see. like you're riding Sicily yes. eating pizza. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna point something Wait, out here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't seem like you're very good at doing dialects. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, that's uh, that's again the very, very easy to you know miss as a mm-hmm. beginner of dialects. Oh, okay. Untrained ear, uh, okay. untrained ear. Yes. You, uh, so you would argue you that all dialects are just very slight, subtle differences like, yes, with each other. Yes, 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 they are. Do your French accent. Uh, uh, Mid you get a new get me. And uh, my name is Elf, Elf, uh, Jacques. Jacques is a very common French name. Wow. Very common. I learn all new things. I'm learning. I, I, yes. A lot of things are coming together for me right now. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Nick, you know, Nicholson, every of those actors, they make, <laughs> they, they don't know. They've, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the help. He's been... <laughs> He's been such a help. I'm to just me. giving him a massage. I, I, 
embarked my acting and my skills. And yeah. The, my Romeo Juliet. It's very, very good. Mm. It's the the classic play. Just missing so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, oh, so you would admit that you changed it up. Well, is his translation? It's it's my yes, my it's translation. The translation. Okay. In, in my my beautiful the true. Romeo and Juliet. So you wouldn't say it's yes. a retelling; it's a translation. It's a perfect translation. I of think the that's the story that William yes. Shakespeare wanted to tell. I, I ever since I discovered, I wit, I, I just knew. Yeah. His tragic beginnings. Yeah. Did you watch his parents get murdered? It's I, very. Yeah, it's tragic. Out. His tragedy is very, very good, for. <laughs> I, I knew I could mold him yeah. into into the perfect acting dialect master of many uh, um, dialects. It's uh, very good. <laughs> See, and it's very good. You so know? so tell me a little bit about yourself, Sylvester Seawater. Where'd you get your start? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, as Witt said earlier. You know, Europe. I, I traveled <laughs> all over to the many countries and visiting many schools. You were a nomadic child. Very yes. I, did I, you raise yourself? I did. I, wow. I made. Uh, I made sure to. I. Uh, I cook for myself. I. Uh, I learned how to uh, use the toilet. Took. <laughs> I learned many things from watching many people and making people. Imitating them, and oh, I picked up so many yeah. accents. Could you do yes. an impression of Michael? Yeah, let's do it. Here. I want to hear an impression of me. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yes. I. This is uh, Michael, and um, I'm very. I. Uh, I, I, play, I play the tree in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Michael, can you stop talking it's over very Sylvester? Right that's now? not me. That's what? Him. It's <laughs> yes. It's wait. You must. You will soon be able to tell the difference between me and other people. I wish. Within your <laughs> lessons. Do an, let's hear an impression of wit. the raw talent. Uh, okay. Um, raw talent is very good. Um, and I'm ve- I love, uh, I'm very a positive uh, person. I'm so sorry yes. for interrupting you. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking yes. over you now. Uh, yeah, that's not it's you, Wit. What? That's him. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, That's not me. Yes. No. I, it's yes. Wait, wait. You're you're gonna learn. You're learning so much. Wow. Your um, your um, your your base your basement, the sanctuary I've given you in in the basement. Mm-hmm. Your trough and your the tragic beginnings, which make you. When my parents were murdered. You mm-hmm. yes 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 parents murder. Yeah. Again, I think I'm starting to like uh, fall in love a little bit with yes. your your dialects. It's I'm very, I'm starting uh, to pick up a little bit on like the the little subtle nuances. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yes, uh, it's been uh, decades of training, years. So tell me a little uh, bit about the successes that you've had, like oh, oh uh, yes. people you've trained. Ah uh, yes, um, the the training. This I have wit. Yes, wit. Yes, wit. <laughs> it's yes. Mike. It's wit. not your only one. Oh no, I have uh, many mm-hmm. many students. Many students, but. I, I we to to properly train all these uh, students. I must keep secret from each other. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I don't know about any of his other students. I am so I am so renowned. You can't find me anywhere. Nothing about me exists. Oh God. I'm a very secret. Uh, Except acting. for this podcast. It's called yes, Underground. I've, I have decided. I have decided that it's time to finally make my my 
make it known I'm my my, be- my beautiful voices and spread the joy through wit and the, wow. the beautiful Romeo and Juliet's uh, Marcuccio character is just just like Marcuccio is a very tragic character and I thought you know well, how is Marcuccio we, a tragic character he's very he he's always been pushed aside for, mm. for many many promotions hmm. and promotions <laughs> promotions yes he cannot get promoted yes. at the car wash <laughs> let me tell yeah. you he yes he very much is he can't and it's one of the biggest again tragedy is a th- theme throughout many wonderful uh plays and uh, many uh, even even you know everything I've I do my tragic like what kind of plays what kind of tragic yeah. plays uh, very much the uh, what the, what's the name of one? Yeah, give us some of the names of some of the more tragic some plays. Some of these tragic plays. It's, um, oh, they're very the the one who did not know is a very is very is very uh, very tragic. The oh. one who did not know. Yes. Tell uh, us a little bit about that. What's that one about? Oh, it's about the character. His name is Roger. Roger. <laughs> Roger. Roger Mar Marco. Roger Marco. Okay. It's, he. He he's a very important person. He help he he runs a very very a very large. uh, It's a set in a modern day setting. Mm -hmm. It's a very contemporary modern. (laughs) He's very you know he he runs a large company that specializes in making many items Mm -hmm. of uh, people love uh, hats and uh, wheel tires and. Other socks, uh, s- socks. <laughs> okay, and, and he makes he he enjoys life. He's very happy, and uh, he. <laughs> what what is the tragedy? Uh, he um, he makes he rises one day. That's all the all the all the money. He's been so happy and full, you know, concentrated on work that he hasn't noticed all the money has been funneled out by his uh, <laughs> his business partner. Mm-hmm. He's been taking it all, right? And uh, he realizes <laughs> this, and it's too late. He, he, he gets down on his knees, and he's uh, crying. He has no more money. <laughs> That's it. And uh, he, he decides to um, abandon the company. And yes, he, he makes, he, he jumps off a, he jumps off a building. And then his dog dies. His dog (coughs) dies. Yes. Dies. Oh, thank. Wit. Wit is so. Did he land on the dog? Yes, he did. Oh man. I didn't want to. It was very. The dog cushioned his blow. So tragic. It's. It. It makes again. Tragedy follows all our souls like a like like a glue. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty intense. He's so insightful. It's It's very insightful. Yes. It's very insightful. Are you okay? Uh, yes, I'm. Yes, I'm okay. I'm. Uh, He's no, method acting. I'm. I'm. I'm studying a very uh, uh, depressed person. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna play yes. Snoopy. Yes. <laughs> and, Snoopy. And, and you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yes, it's wow. very Snoopy. Is very like this. He talks like this. He makes a very <laughs> big noise with his white ski, white fur and black nose and. Uh, yeah. Very, but he, Would you say Snoopy's a tragic character? Yes, yeah. It's <laughs> truly tragic. He sits on top of his home, never inside. This he doesn't feel comfortable in his own home. It's no, very, very, very terrible. And, uh, and, uh, oh, God. Oh. 
Sylvester, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, wait, wait, wait. You, you are what? Well, you, um, mm-hmm. you make, you make, you, 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 you. I think you are ready for the. <gasps> your Shakespeare has been. You know, we we must continue that, but yeah, we must. I think you're ready to. You're ready to place Snoopy in my. Oh my, my God! Wait, I thought you were playing Snoopy. Is that it's, why you made me sleep on those crates? Yes, yes, that's why. Oh my god! I, yes, I, w- I, I've, I've decided that, with his, he would be. Oh my! God. I need to take him to the next level of acting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. dialect, like you know, a go a do, French for very ready. Should I do my my Snoopy? My yeah, Snoopy let's let's accent? hear your Snoopy monologue. Uh, I'm going to kill you, Red Baron. Uh, I am the world's one flying ace. Oh, God. And I I don't care for your kind uh, over here in America. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You are going to be famous. Oh, joy. Money fame. Wow. Acting. It's... It's all about being, being, being true to true your to to yourself. <laughs> St- uh, don't cry. Yeah, you seem like you're really affected. Don't cry. I'm sorry. I did too good. <sighs> What's you been? You been like a like almost like a, a, a like an a, like an like like a piece of me and my wow. wonderful. You and my uh, many, many, many students. Yeah. You know, we, we must, you know, we, you must never, you must make yourself very, you know, very good. You this is a very beautiful moment. Yes. Yeah. You, you're, you're a, you're a, uh, great. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and uh, again, acting. Acting. Like, That's what you it's said. It's like life. Yeah. You mm-hmm. must imitate pretend very much so i try not i try to be as sincere as possible you you and your positivity it's very very important for you and that's very good you're like a piece of me too sylvester you're like the best (laughs) i gotta say this has been probably the most confounding interview i have ever had on the show you two like my ear you guys have a very strange relationship Wits, you're again. I, I, you are ready. You know, like uh, your your face. It just em- emotes, emotes acting, and it emotes acting. Yes, you're <laughs> very. It's been these wonderful twenty years living in my basement, and why are you saying that in a French accent? Yeah, yeah and why are you saying yeah. this all now? It sounds yes, like you're very. Good are you going somewhere, Sylvester? Wait, are you no. are you leaving? Yes, I'm leaving. What? Where are you going? I'm, I'm going to... Um, what? This is the saddest uh, and happiest day of my life. I'm so, I'm so full of acting. I, I know! You're, Where you're, are you going? It's like a tragedy. Your, I, your parents, <laughs> they were perished. They perished in the, the mugging. They took all $150 and... And then you met me. A hundred and fifty. How much? No, hundred and fifty dollars. 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm very good at uh, re- reading, re- re- yes, re- reading minds. Sylvester, oh. were you the mugger? Well, I don't. I don't Sylvester like Seawater, were you the mugger that killed Whit Whitley's parents? <sighs> yes. What? Yes, I was. I oh would have never suspected that. I, I wanted to make. I I saw him. I saw this child. Yeah. And his parents, I knew, did not. He, they didn't. They could not see the his true potential. Oh my god! I had to. I had to. I had. I had my. I had. It was called out that night oh in my god. New York, and I was. I was just uh, getting back from uh from uh, Europe. I was in a major, major play. Major play. Yes, major m- acting. Very. It was in the. Uh, it was in. This is my French accent. I was in France, and. What you killed my parents? So you yes. saw this yes. kid with a lot of potential, and yes. you murdered his parents and kidnapped him. Yes, they're and not. Raised a, him. They're not maybe alive. They're no. I. I oh, was, okay. They're your parents, sir. Well, maybe <sighs> they were acting. You know what? You know, I yes. What? Yes. What? Yes. What? I bought. I bought you from them. They what? sold me. Yes. And you killed them. And it killed them later. Yes. Well, if what they the sold me, I guess maybe you should no, have killed no, them. Yes. God. No, I no no I too what? much. Make up my, your mind, Sylvester. My acting is making me so indecisive. I killed your parents. What? I <laughs> killed them and I watched them die. You are this is then, a roller coaster. Then I, I saw you and I knew I could. Make you into my old you into my vision of uh, the true actor. So my dead Nestor parents were the catalyst to me becoming the greatest actor. Yes, in the world? Uh, I, don't I had the greatest. To, I had, no, yes, the greatest. I had to create uh, top three. Christopher Walken's pretty good. Oh, I love Christopher Walken. He's a great actor. He's a wedding crashers. Yeah. Anyway, he's, stop crashing. He's okay. Now. He's great. He's fine. Your parents, they had to. They, they, had had to, they had to die. They had to die. Well, yes. he, you're my new father in yes, many ways. I was. I. I made you. I, the best father you could have. I saved you. Can I have from a life of non-acting? I know you say. You know you don't hug because you're busy acting all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know I don't know. Could I? Could I have a hug since you're my, my dad now? Oh, this is something I want to see. I have to. What? Uh, uh, okay. I I do. I have. How do hu- hugging is very. What is this? <laughs> You're uh, so prickly. Yes, uh, acting <laughs> makes you must apply lotions every every day <laughs> to make the the skin or you know make the skin act, make it nice and sharp. I Just won't. in case. Oh yeah. For the acting makes your skin tough. This is very sexual. Yes. Wow. I want this moment to last forever. All right. Wait. I must. I must go. What? Where are you going? <laughs> I've. You. You. Your Shakespeare is beautiful. You're. 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 You've become a very. <coughs> you need, to go to your own, and find your. And, be, and find your own. Find my own. To find his own what? To to mold into your own. I find my own mold. Find your own per, act, acting. Acting. 
Yes. Okay. Sylvester, I feel like you just don't uh, know what you're talking about. I, I, Sylvester, how dare you, sir? That is. I love many, you. You're I'm, a beautiful human being. Thank you. Mast- yes, thank you. Wait, and yes, uh, he was I, talking to me. I think. Oh. You're also beautiful. Oh. I make. Well, you guys, that's been—it's been great he, having you guys on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I <laughs> hope I did. I did not take. I made my point heard and made sure that if you want to make your, if you want to help someone act, you must print them out from their life. Can I? You must murder their parents. Yes. Before you go, can I just hear your Japanese accent? Yes, I want to hear that. Okay, and this is my Japanese accents. It's very. Very good. Wow. It's wow. A, uh, the Japanese are uh, world renowned, much much like the Europeans. Wow. They make lots of noises and <laughs> expressions. You could, uh, you you sound like you're straight out of letters from Iwo Jima. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's very very complicated sometimes. I don't know who I am <laughs> sometimes. <sighs> luckily, I, I found. I luckily, I found wit. Well, you guys, thank you for being on the show. Yes, if you guys want to see Wit perform in Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Yes, Mercutio. Romeo and Juliet. As Mercutio, go yes. check out Shakespeare in a Park at Melvin Deal Community Park. Yes. It's a I'll be location. in Allen Park Park tomorrow. Yes. Yes, wow. We're going to make history. And uh, I guess you'll never be able to see our friend Sylvester Seawater because he's leaving somewhere. I'm going to... Yeah, Europe. Yes. Going <laughs> back home. Yes. Going back, back home. home to Europe. Europe. Europe is my home. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for being on the show. I love you, Dad. We are gonna be. Um, I, I must go now. We are gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna have a special cooking section of the show. Be right back. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on all podcast providers. Man, I wish Hawthorne Heights would call me back. I've been sending them so many letters in the mail, and I've not gotten a single response. We've had a great show so far. We had Whit Wheatley and... Sylvester Seawater and they both left in a, <laughs> they, were, they were tearing off each other's clothes on their way out the door which is strange considering he kept since Wit kept calling Sylvester daddy but what are you going to do actor types you know we will be welcoming on our next guest it's an exciting time for everybody her name is Miss Tro from Miss Tro's Bistro. She's going to be telling us all about cooking and exciting things to cook for people. You know, with the Super Bowl coming up soon and, you know, 
all sorts of different events that you're going to be able to cook for coming up. So without further ado, <laughs> here is Mistro from Mistro Beast, Mistro's Bistro. How's it going, Mistro? Oh, you know, it's it's going. It's going. Definitely. I would I would just say it's going. Wow. Definitely. So, uh, so Miss Tro, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where, where did you, where are you from? Um, well, I'm born and raised. I was born and raised in Southfield. Okay. Um, it was a, it was a, a great little community to, to Southfield, Michigan. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was great. Um, not really a lot to do. I just kind of walked around and looked at stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there was one day I saw um, a restaurant. And I said, you know, I could do something like that, but like a little spin, but similar. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, so I did that. You made Mistro's Bistro. Yeah, and I, I really think that's a good development. So, uh, what is what is Mistro's Bistro? What do you serve there? Um. Well, right now we're kind of like a request place. Oh. Um. So you can like walk in and be like huh, okay, well, what ingredients do you have? And I'd say, okay, well, we have one avocado, mm. three grapes, mm-hmm. um, 12 packages of honey-made graham crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one day I had, like, a half bottle of Moscato. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, normally we just have lots and lots and lots of marshmallows, loads wow. of marshmallows. That's my personal favorite. So Sounds we, like you could make a, a naked s'more. We can make a lot of things naked, honey. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, uh, so when did you get your bistro started? Um. Well, okay. Let me think. I went walking. See, I was six, and then I kind of got the idea then. So I kind of went off and did my own thing. Um. And what was the question? When you got your bistro started? <laughs> oh. Um. That was probably about like tw- two years ago. Wow. And uh, so how much business do you get in a typical week? Well, I'm not open necessarily yet. Pardon me? Uh, no. You like, said you got the bistro started two years ago. Right. Um, it's not like it's – okay, I don't like the terms, like, to, to use them properly, I guess. But So, like, we're open, I guess you can say, but, like, just by people knowing. Like, so, like, okay, so let's say, like, your cousin, George, went mm. to my place, right? Right. <clears throat> Like he was walking by and he was like, oh, I'm going to try it. So he went in there and then he told people about it. So mm-hmm. like there's no like open sign outside or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, that it's open and you know, the hours like it's the same hours. I'm not open Sundays, but it's the same hours, Monday through Saturday. So like if you know the time and the what hours, hours they are. Yeah. Like I, I, I kind of want to get where I want to be like 100 percent tenfold fulfillment like and then have my open sign and my hours out there and for everyone to know you know no because i feel like that's a good way of going about it like you're putting your feet in the water you're tasting the cake but you're not digesting it you know like that kind of stuff okay yeah i'm not is, is that your motto um my my uh my tagline is you can eat the cake but you don't have to digest it <laughs> that's a terrible motto I like it. I feel you know, like if you think about it, if you really like, you're like, hmm, you know, um, I would definitely say that it's it's like philosophical almost. Okay. It's like, huh, I can taste the cake, 
but I don't have to digest the cake. I don't I don't have to digest it. Just put your mouth on it. Yep. And just kind of, you know, swirl it around. Blech. Right back out. Blech. Yeah. So you didn't answer my question, though. How many people do you typically expect in a week? It's I, I, I can guesstimate. Please. Um, I would say on a daily basis. On a weekly basis. Oh, uh, week. Well, let's see. There's, I'm open six days out of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm, probably like 11. 11 people mm-hmm. all throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Yeah. They, well, like two weeks ago, it was 10. And then wow. one person started to come. So <laughs> for two years, you you expect a, a, week, a turnout of about 11 people. I don't ask for much. Apparently. I just need community. Mm-hmm. And I and that's that's the whole thing behind it all. Hmm. I guess I never you know, thought of that. It just is. So uh what 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 kind of dishes do you are most frequently requested? Okay. Well, again, we have different ingredients like every day. Mm-hmm. Well, not every day, every like 3 days. Um <clears throat> There was one day I had ramen noodle, um, some ketchup, <laughs> and what else? I had only had like four things that day, but it was like it was ramen noodle, ketchup, um, was like the to- tostitos or something, like the tortilla chips, um, and then I had some um, like what was it? It was like store bought like that dip that you dip your fruit in, like that strawberry dip, mm-hmm. you know. So I got that, and that's I just... It's a cacophonous combination. Mm-hmm. This guy named Randy came in, and he was like, yeah, you know, just give me the everything. And when you say the everything, no matter what I have, I all the ingredients goes together, like no matter what. So I mixed all those four together, and uh, the health department came after that. So... Um, after that, I was no longer allowed to buy store-bought fruit dip because it wasn't store-bought, actually, apparently. I bought it out of the side of a van. So why do you constantly get different ingredients? Why don't you establish, like, a, a solid menu and then build your way from you there? You know, it's like you sound like my mom. The hell? Lolly, you really need, you know, uh, uh, ground grounding. You need, you need solidarity. And I say, Ma... You know, it's America. It's 2017. We have you could you could walk into a store and buy virtually anything you want, anything you want. Right. So I say you can walk into a bistro and get virtually anything you want, except for if I don't have it. But you lost me. <laughs> you really lost me. I do that, but. In all in all, why I do that is because I feel as though, you know, people's people taste buds, they change people's mm-hmm. ideals, people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, why not can't someone try, you know, um, a marshmallow covered pork chop? Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with that? What's, what's a lot wrong, of things with, wrong that? with that? I don't think so. That sounds like a nightmare. I tried it once. And? I tried it once. <laughs> That's all you can. So that's that's what that's what Miss Tro's Bistro is all about. 
you just you can try things and they don't necessarily have to be good but it's like you can say to people hey i tried raw ramen noodles dipped in ketchup and strawberry they weren't jam. raw whoever said they were raw i, I cooked them i microwave probably 75 percent of everything that's in you there microwave your food what are you do you not have a stove? Do you know, have you like, have you been to like, you know, those other places, like Logan's Roadhouse? Yeah, everything's microwaved. Their peanuts are microwaved. I don't care about that. Everything. You don't care about microwave peanuts? I don't mind. Ramen is supposed to be microwaved, don't you know? No, I doubt that. M- ramen noodle? That is, is what on the package of the ramen noodles. It doesn't say microwavable instructions. It's only stovetop instructions. People microwave ramen noodle more than. Your mom goes skiing. And we all know your mom loves skiing. My mom doesn't go skiing. You don't really know your mom then, do you? She comes to the bistro. Oh. Yeah, she does. Wow. She comes after her uh, ski runs. Okay. Red nose and all. So, Miss Stro, you, so you've, you've had this bistro going for about two years. Yeah. What's the future say? What's the future for you? Probably the same. Just going to be saving the same 11 people for the rest of your life? No. Um, well, I mean, it's not the same 11 people all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes it's someone like that knew someone. Sometimes it's a cop. Sometimes it's a doctor. One time it was like a medium. Not me- like a like a psychic? Mm-hmm. And she looked around a lot, and then she gave me this glossy stare. Wow. And one of her eyes rolled back, and I was like, hmm. One of her eyes. One of them. Mm. She has three, mm-hmm. including her spiritual one. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, like, when I was buying the, the storefront, the storefront is, uh, it's not what you'd call, I guess, appealing, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, it is, it's it's down by the industrial stuff down in Dearborn. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's you know, around the surrounding area is great, you know. Uh, but the one little spot where my store is, um, it looks like somebody threw some type of bomb. Okay. And I just kind of, you know, threw up some, uh, some flower, you know, fake flowers, and um, I, uh, I got a, uh, like a, a garland, like to go around like the big window, like Jeff Garland. Mm-hmm. And then um, the one of the window, like the one, like okay, so it's like a big like paned window, and like so there's like six little panes in them, mm-hmm. and three or four, five out of six are broken, completely broken. And um, so I to to stop that I just kind of put um, you know like those little drying pads that you put or no it's not the drying pads it's like the the pee pads for your dog mm-hmm. I put those there for like insulation, um, and then I also um, I don't have a sign it's oh. almost like the open sign you just don't have a sign people just know where to go it sounds like you have a very disgusting store I wouldn't say it's cute or delicious or anything like that so but like i said I, who would want to start up a big store with something like that it's a good question you know so i so we're gonna uh, move on to the next portion uh the what you said you were gonna do when you came on you, you ready to do that you said that you were um, going to to talk about some recipes and teach people how to cook some recipes yeah yeah uh that's um yeah you gotta you don't seem very confident that's what that was the original plan. Excuse me? Yeah. That was the original plan. Um, I thought we were going to have like a cooking segment on the show. We've never done that before. Right. Um. Yeah, that was the original plan again. Um, but cause you changed you, the plans. You let me know about the show like a month ago. 
which is very reasonable. Right. So in that month, yeah. I was going to teach myself how to cook. And I wasn't able to do that. So... You don't know how to cook? Okay, yeah. I, you don't know how to cook? No. You own a bistro? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it, it would be like a librarian owning a, li- a library, and she never read before. Be That's like, not very common at all. <laughs> well, you never know. I am. I would. I would pay money. I would bet ten thousand dollars that you would not be able to find a librarian who has never read before. Well, you think about it this way. I mean, you know, I could bring up the. I could bring up you know America. I could bring up that whole big scheme if you wanted. Excuse me. Why would you agree to come on the show? To do a cooking segment if you don't know how to cook. And I told you I was going to try. I and was how gonna... do you have a restaurant that you, if you don't know how to cook? I wouldn't really call what I do cooking there. <laughs> Clearly not. I just kind of mesh stuff around and put it in a microwave. I put a pork chop in a microwave once and I gave someone a really bad sickness. Like, she's no longer able to feel her left pinky toe. And you're proud of that. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I'm just saying. I mean, the left pinky toe, and she also lost her left arm. But all in all, it all went pretty well. It all went pretty well, and it's still going pretty Look, well. Miss Tro, I wanted a cooking segment on this program. I can easily do that. You are going to tell us three recipes and how okay. to cook them. Okay. I don't care okay. what it takes. Okay. That's what's gonna happen. Okay, that sounds good to me. I said I can easily, I can easily do that. Good. Okay. Well, so let's, let's make it happen. All right. So the first one, um, we have a bag of uh, chocolate truffles. What's this one called? It's called um, Rocky Road Pleasure, mm. and <laughs> and it um. So I have a bag full of it's, all all three of these recipes will have only three ingredients in each. Okay. Okay, so the first one is the chocolate truffles, um mayonnaise and um like some old pecans I found in my grandma's attic. Um so what I'm going to do is I'm going to boil the mayonnaise. Oh. Um, I'm gonna put it in this. Uh, Can't boil mayonnaise. I'm gonna put it in this um, this bowl here that I found, and I'm gonna put it in there, and then I'm gonna put it in the microwave. Well, no, well, I'm gonna add water to it first, too. So water's here, but water is just water. Doesn't water doesn't count as ingredient. Right. So you put water in it, and then you put it you put it in there, and then you put it in the microwave, and you let it boil for however long. You let however it go long until it boils. So then while you're doing that, you take the um, the chocolate truffles. Um, but they're, they're like homemade truffles. My grandpa makes them. Mm -hmm. Um, and he has a really bad, um, what's that? Like, uh, the, the, uh, what's the disease or not the disease, the, the condition you get when you have like, it's like the, it's like the adult chicken pox. Mumps? No. Measles? No. Uh, like starts with an S. Anyways. Scully's. 
scoliosis. That's, well, he does that too. But anyway, he shingles. Shingles, yeah. He's oh, not a very um, he's not real clean either. Oh. But he can make a mean chocolate truffle. Uh-huh. They're a little lumpy, but that's okay. <sighs> so you take them and you take your Sharpie and you just to them. You mm-hmm. s- smash them down. You smash them with your Sharpie. You s- use Sharpies as a cooking utensil. And then so you um, you smash them down. I have eight of them, and I'm going to smash them all down. And then once you have them, like, smashed down good enough, because these ones are really lumpy, so I'm just going to, like, take, like, the bottom of it and just go like that, you know, just to kind of get the extra lumps out. I don't really know some... I don't really know what it is, but so take those out. Then um, you're going to take the pecans and you're going to put them in the boiling mayonnaise so that they, they like melt down and boil themselves too and make like this like pecan sauce type thing. Then when you're done, you just pour that mixture over the crushed truffles and then you got yourself some Rocky Road Pleasure. It's it's a real big Thanksgiving one. People love it. The next one is um, this one's called um, um, oh gosh, my mom named this one. Oh, this one's um, lemonade surprise. So oh um, so and there's no lemons involved. Oh god. Um, so what you're gonna do for the lemonade surprise? Um, this one actually technically has four because there's um, props that are needed with it. But you get um, a martini glass. Okay. Okay. So you Is that get an ingredient or a prop? That's the prop. Um, there's only one prop, and there's three ingredients. So you, so the lemonade surprise. You need the cocktail glass or martini. Mar- in martini, definitely martini. And you, um, <clears throat> so the three ingredients are, um, you have like those little lemon head sours, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we're gonna do, um, we're gonna do that uh, the the Alka Seltzer little tablets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we have those two. And then all you need for your liquid is just boiled mayonnaise again. Oh right? God. <laughs> but that's just already pre-made because, you know, you have your truffles. So you take the, you. I'd made a big picture. Big, like I always pretty much have a thing of mayonnaise water on deck. So you just, <laughs> you just pour that into um, like a bowl, boil it. What's with the mayonnaise water? Do you not know about mayonnaise water? No. Anyways. I don't want to know about mayonnaise water. Oh, and if you wanted to add a little bit of flavor to it, you could add some coconut oil, but only if you wanted to. Anyway. Why would anyone want flavor? So then what you do with your lemon heads and your your Alka-Seltzer is you take it in a big old pot, not a bowl, a pot, because the Alka-Seltzer gets crazy, okay? Then you take one of those meat cleavers and you just chop them, 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 chop them. Then what you do is you butter up. You're told, I guess this has five. You have to butter up your martini glass and then you're going to spit it. Six. <laughs> no, that's always there. I forgot to say that about the truffles. And oh. then you, um, what you do, with, make sure that mayo mixture is freaking hot okay because you're gonna because like the alcohol is gonna go with it right so you're gonna pour that into a big mug 
and then or no into the martini glass yeah then you pour it in there and then you like sprinkle like you pour the mayo water in there mm-hmm. and then you sprinkle all that stuff and then you take a like a thing and just <laughs> till it's frothy give it to grandma <laughs> lemonade surprise is. And she'll say, because you go up to grandma and say, grandma, I got a big old surprise for you. And then she's like, what? What are you talking about? And then you just slap her with the lemonade surprise. That sounds like abuse. Then the last one. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear this The one. last one is I my I think I changed personal, my mind. The last one's my personal favorite. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> so this it, one please tell me there's no mayo water in this one. So the last one oh, God. is the mayo water is just prevalent. Um, so this one has a little bit more in it, actually. Um, this one has my personal favorite marshmallows in it. Um, this one's called um, the Candy Lane uh, Terror. And um, what this is, is you're going to take, um, you're going to need like a sphere of some sort, some type of sphere. Any, and, uh, any old sphere will do. <laughs> any old sphere will do. And what you're going to do is you're going to put that and you're going to take take your mayo water right? <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna pour it over the sphere i usually use just styrofoam spheres because um but i actually now that i think about it i think at sky mall they have edible foam so you can totally use that because i eat the foam yeah so what i do is you're gonna need marshmallows you're gonna need marshmallows you're going to need um anise some good straight old anise then you're going to need some ketchup obviously mayo water is already in there then the last thing is going to be um some like olive oil but the olive oil has like um the grease from pork in it right Mm. so what you're going to do you're going to melt down the marshmallow put the mayo water in there i forgot all the other ingredients already because there's so Anise. anise and then the other one is the well, the anise, I I just get the straight anise oil, and you literally pour the whole <laughs> thing into the into the marshmallow, right? So that's there, um, and then the ke- ketchup. So you mix the ketchup. Obviously, like once the the marshmallows melt down, you put the ketchup in there, and you mix that. Obviously. And then you make sure it's good, um, and then you uh, you pour that like you pour that onto the sphere. Like that mix, so like, so the sphere becomes like hard because of the marshmallow, and then um, am yeah. I miss? I, am I? I'm missing something. The pork grease olive the oil. Po- oh, the, the, that's right. The pork. That's obviously like what you have to do is wait for the marshmallow to harden, and then you pour that olive oil mixture onto it after it's like done hardening, and then you have the candy lane terror. Are you supposed to eat it? You could do whatever you want with that. You can eat it. You can give it to grandma. You can. Have you ever killed anybody with your 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 food? Grandma may or may not be dead, but I won't say more. You give all your terrible meals to your grandmother. I have several grandmothers, so a lot of them. I mean, the one grandma gets like the good ones because she's the one that gives me like the um, the good treats when I come over. What are the good ones? Well, um, I have like a. I have a. Just give uh, me the names. I don't need the ingredients in the recipes. I have the uh, the doorknob challenge. Mm. Yeah, and I have um, I have the uh, the Peter Pecker um, uh, prize. I guess that would, I, I I used to call it the, the Peter Pecker like like uh, what was it? It was the, the 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 Peter Pecker privilege is what it was. But now I like the Peter Pecker prize better because it's a prize. 
Um, it's not a privilege, it's a prize. Um, and then my the other one um, that grandma that grandma uh, Lucy really likes is the uh, the the lollipop um, uh, apocalypse. And that one, I actually have to tell you that one. So I go and I um, I get a mold of William Shatner's head, <laughs> and I fill it with dough, just so much dough, 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 and it's just a big William Shatner dough head, right? And I season it. I mean, I'm not a friggin' monster. I season it. You know, I put like you know lorries in there. I put um, some nutmeg, cinnamon, and then some really good parsley. And um, then what I do is I go down. Um, and I make my own lollipops out of any kind of type of, you know, ingredients. Um, I made a, um, I made, what was the really good one? It was like pine and mustard. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and that one was really good. It was really popular. It had like a, like a, like a poop green look almost a to it. pine mustard lollipop. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, so what you do with that. Is so you have so because you obviously need dough because the dough like is gonna stay soft. I keep it soft, and you just stick all of the lollipops in it like you know like um the the one really scary guy in the horror movies the nail head guy you know uh, pin razor, pin, pin razor pin razor um and uh, you do it like that and grandma what she does because the head is about as big as a regular human head and it, um what you do is you have to like kind of just like go like like really big with your mouth just like take it and just like try to do them all at once and then you remember that that's a William Shatner head okay yeah well, lollipop apocalypse thank you for being on the show today <laughs> Mistro you have taken me down a dark path yeah <laughs> I just I was I'm, on the streets for a long time I think I'm gonna think twice before having a, a cook on the show again I would. So, <laughs> thank you for being on the show. I want to thank Whit Wheatley, Sylvester Seawater for being on the show. Come back next week when I hopefully I've recovered <laughs> from this <laughs> experience. Have a good day, everybody. Bye. Well, I tried to do this, but I got tangled up. It takes two to tangle with a paper cup. There's a brand new dance. That's sweeping the kitchen. I can do the locomotion. But where's the beef? The bony baroni just gets stuck in my teeth. Perhaps a mashed potatoes great. But why need we discriminate? Do the food, do the food, do the food. Do the food, do the food. Do the food, do the food, do the food. Do the food, do the food. Do the food, do the food, do the food. Do the food, do the food. Somebody scream. The ladies in the house say, I wish I had never been born. I wish I had never been born. All the fellas in the house say, Somebody please stop this never ending river of pain. Somebody
The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.